<laughs> you know, I kind of like that song. I think you might, but it's okay. I do too. Hey, I'm Abigail. Hey, I'm Melina. So we, the Safer Society Against Rideshare, are going to talk to you about Uber and Lyft. So first off, we'd like to talk to you about the pros and cons of rideshare. Uber and Lyft offer convenient, safe, and affordable transportation, which is useful towards drunk drivers and people who don't have cars. Yeah, they use this to avoid drunk driving and fatal alcohol-related accidents on the roads, yet it can be dangerous too. For example, Uber says that 3,045 sexual assaults were reported in the U.S. just last year. That is 3,045 reports too many, but Uber does provide more jobs and boost the economy. There are over 2 million Uber and Lyft drivers in the U.S. Hmm, I didn't know that. Thank you for the information, Abigail. But I did hear that Uber and Lyft decreases discrimination experiences, which does happen in taxis. Yes, that's true. Another fact I have is that ride-hailing services increase traffic congestion, emissions, and total vehicle miles traveled. In fact, ride-hailing adds a total of 5.7 billion miles of driving each year in the nine metropolitan areas that account for 70% of such trips in the United States. Yeah, and at least 40% of the time, drivers are traveling without passengers in the car, adding more miles and vehicle emissions that wouldn't exist without ride hailing, which makes global warming and impacts traffic by adding extra cars to the road. But think of it this way. Ride hailing apps offer a convenient, safe, and affordable transportation option that could be really useful for getting drunk drivers off the road. In fact, a third of ride hailing passengers who own vehicles said the main reason they use the service is to avoid drunk driving. Yeah, that's true. I did read that DUIs went down as much as 9.2% in some cities. Plus, companies like Uber and Lyft create jobs and boost the economy. Is that so? Yeah, there are more than 2 million Ubers and Lyfts. And Uber reported $12.9 billion in 2017 take-home gross revenue. For its U.S. drivers. Maybe it's because the drivers are allowed to make their own schedule and work at their own pace. Yeah, true, but drivers are often paid less than minimum wage and they don't receive benefits. On top of paying for gas and car maintenance, I don't know if this would be the job for me. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I would mind it if it helped people in need like seniors, people with disabilities, or people with a lower income. Seniors and people with disabilities? How does Uber and Lyft help them out? Through programs such as Uber Assist, which offers door-to-door -door assistance that help an estimate 26 million U.S. seniors who rely on others for transportation. Even more, Uber and Lyft partner with senior organizations, retirement homes, and healthcare providers to arrange rides for seniors who aren't comfortable using technology. Wow, that's great. So my grandmother could catch a Lyft to bingo if she needed to? Totally. But how do I know she would be safe with the driver? Well, ride hailing services have a history of poor driver screening that puts passengers at risk, while taxi drivers are subject to rigorous security screening involving fingerprint checks in an FBI database. Ride hailing drivers are only subject to limit limited background checks. Well, maybe I should just drive rid of being out myself. Anyways, I think that I'm going to take the side of against. I think I'm going to take the side of against. 
Well, thank you for listening, and I hope that you all learn from these statistics and facts. I'm Melina. And I'm Abigail. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.